0: Chapter 12 of Pee Wee Harris in Luck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris in Luck by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter 12 Deserted Pee Wee worked alone all that afternoon. Hope's ready talent had transformed the outlandish rolling combination into a thing of gala beauty and he had only to clear out the interior and wrap bunting around the shafts and other parts which she had mentioned he always prided himself on knowing all about girls but her sudden desertion was something he had never seen the like of before he was utterly staggered but he was no quitter and he worked sturdily all afternoon after an hour or more he saw the ford returning with hope and her mother and soon afterward saw it go away with no one but Everett Braggon in it. Everett did not bother to visit Pee Wee's domain in these important comings and goings, but a little while before supper time, Hope came tripping across the barnyard, calling gaily, Now I'll help you some more. Are you going to go away? Pee-wee asked grimly. Yes, we're going to stay at the snail'sdale house tomorrow and you mustn't forget to come up there and see us, and we'll play croquet. They have a perfectly lovely croquet field. "'You needn't help me,' said Pee-wee, as she shook off a strip of bunting. "'Because I don't want you to. Anyway, I bet they don't have any better desserts at that house than they have here. I'm coming here every summer, I am. "'You needn't think I'm mad, because you don't want to be partners with me, because, gee whiz, you're a girl.' "'and you've got a right to change your mind, that's sure. "'But anyway, you're a quitter. "'That's what you are. "'You let that feller scare you "'and make you think you can't do a thing. "'And he can't do things, that's sure? "'If a feller wants to be a scout, "'he doesn't go to some other town and join, "'but he starts a patrol in his own town "'and makes it a go. "'Do you think I can't make this place a go?' "'That shows how much you know about advertising. "'I wouldn't run after fellers, but I'd make them run after me, because look at, 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 look at John Burrows. People used to go and see him way off in the woods, and you bet your life he didn't go running after people. You're a quitter, that's what you are. You're a double quitter, and I'm going in the parade anyway, and I'm going to have a lot of fun. You're horrid, she said, and you're just, you're impudent, and I don't want to help you quitter quitter taunted pee-wee his attitude of bravado seemed to relieve hope of any stings of conscience which he might have felt and at supper she talked blithely of the whirl of gaiety at the snailsdale house she said that everett Braggon was a perfect gentleman and that she was sure he would never call names she spoke of the russian pianist and of the two perfectly lovely fellows who were coming and who are going to win the tennis match for the snailsdale house and we're going to have music and dancing and if we get the prize money for our float as of course we will for it's going to be simply gorgeous we're going to send to new york for a perfect heap of dance records they have hardly any two steps at all now and after it's all over i told mrs goodale that we're coming down here again to this dear old place to rest up before going back to new york We're just going to lie around for a whole week. Mr. and Mrs. Goodale said pleasantly that they hoped to see them again and that they supposed it was rather quiet at the farm. Sweet, motherly Mrs. Goodale said she reckoned young folks had to have their fling. She said that she trusted Hope's ankle was all healed and that it would not interfere with dancing. I've forgotten all about it, said Hope, which was undoubtedly true. "'I tell this youngster he'll have to make twice as much noise now "'so as to make up,' smiled Mr. Goodale, alluding to Pee-wee. "'Pee-wee had been so engrossed with his supper "'that he paid no attention to the talk. "'He had said all he had to say on this subject. "'He now hastened the consumption of a piece of cake "'to acknowledge kind Mr. Goodale's remark. "'You leave it to me,' he said. End of chapter 12 Recording by John Brandon